You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. We know that in solving the many, many problems and our great challenges, faith is more powerful than government and nothing is more powerful than God. Since the signing of the Declaration of Independence 241 years ago, America always affirmed that liberty comes from our Creator. Our rights are given to us by God, and no earthly force can ever take those rights away. Our religious liberty is enshrined in the very First Amendment in the Bill of Rights. The American founders invoked our Creator four times in the Declaration of Independence. Benjamin Franklin reminded his colleagues at the Constitutional Convention to begin by bowing their heads in prayer. Faith has forged the identity and the destiny of this great nation that we all love. Our nation will be renewed by hard work, a lot of intelligence, and prayer. We don't want to see God forced out of the public square, driven out of our schools, or pushed out of our civic life. We want all children to have the opportunity to know the blessings of God. Prayer changes hearts, transforms lives. It uplifts the soul, inspires action, and unites us all. We thank God for the faith of our people. We praise God for the blessings of freedom. And whether we are black or brown or white, and you've heard me say this before, we all bleed the same red blood. We all salute the same great American flag. And we are all made by the same almighty God. We ask God to forever bless this magnificent land that we all love so much. America, thank you. God bless you and God bless the United States. Eight minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour is live. Thank you so much for being with us. Our number, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Good time gang is in here. I am speeding alongside uh, Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Busy show on tap today. We'll be talking a lot uh, about the great outdoors and have Mr. Bo Jackson with us today, too, via Zoom. So looking forward to that. As uh, we get ready and cranked up for the day, I look over to my right, and there they are just studying so hard, getting ready and focused, looking at their laptop, scratching their head a little bit, because every time you do that, you look at the news of the day and you just scratch your head. That's what you do. Uh, but we'll break it down and have a good time with you. So let's bring them in. Mr. Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. What's up, guys? How are y'all? Y'all good? Hey, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all dialed in? Huh? I'm fired up. Yeah, I've noticed, I've noticed this one right here. Just watch out. Mm-hmm. He's made his coffee too weak. He's frustrated mm-hmm. about yeah, that. I know. Yeah, he talked and- out loud to himself. <laughs> hey, Greg. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can do better than that, buddy. <laughs> when Grant gives himself a speech, you know it's uh, a <laughs> and I've noticed water. I noticed it's one of those mornings too where you've thrown out a few things. Mm-hmm. You know, just statements here or yeah. there, questions, yeah. and I've done the same. And every single thing we've said, he's piled on. Just mm-hmm. ripped it. No. Yeah. Yes, ripped it. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I even heard him comment at a commercial a minute ago. Um, how do they know that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, should we just throw know? that in? How do they know that? <laughs> some stat out there. <laughs> that's good. I'm just tired of people not questioning any stats. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. Hey, time out. You know, I want to go. I knew it was going to be a better day when he was questioning a commercial. 27 seconds? Now, how they come up with that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. This is like Biden the other night. 100,000 lives will be saved. By holding up a mask. Look, I don't know if any lives will be saved, and they may be, but you don't know how many. No. You don't. You, no. And he just says, and everybody's like, ooh, I know. Mm-hmm. I'll be dang. Well, I'm glad you brought up Biden because, um, my goodness gracious, we've we've just yesterday, he surprised everybody. I don't think it was planned. I don't know. But he got into Pennsylvania, and he started. escaped the basement. Nobody knew about yeah, it. Yeah, and he, he ran over there and, uh, and had what looked to be uh, some type of of gathering and and then he decided he wanted to take questions but his handlers kept trying to stop it and and well, yeah, then for some reason why. and then for some reason we had bells going off in the background it was just it's gold but um there somebody has put together uh him stumbling through yesterday's speech and it, do I have this accurate? Yeah, and yeah it's, it's just they, and and it, it's just such gold. I, I don't know how we don't play it. They've had to. They've actually had to slow some of it down. They mm-hmm. edited it a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and it's for for it, look. It is funny, okay, mm-hmm. but they had to slow some of it down so you would understand what he was saying because mm-hmm. he was just a bunch of gibberish yeah. at times. <laughs> <laughs> you know hey, you know what it sounded like? You know when you get real cold sometimes <laughs> and it's hard to talk outside because you're so cold? Yes, that's yeah, what your mouth's not working. <laughs> that's what that, it sounded you like. Really, that's perfect. That's what it yes. sounded like. It's like, well, yeah, I can't, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so they had, to slow, right. he had to slow his voice down. <laughs> 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 that's exactly Joey. What he, <laughs> he starts referring to If Joey. we don't play it, this hour will be mad. <laughs> you know <laughs> Whenever he starts referring to himself as Joey, I know. like his yeah. daddy was talking oh, to him, <laughs> knowing his dad probably never talked to him. <laughs> <laughs> He'll here's, mention here, here, Scranton, too, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Here's a little bit of, of him speaking always, yesterday. Take a listen. The smell of so bad it'd make a man want to go back to his ex-wife. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I that's not I forgot him. about that's, that. That's, that's Hank from Hendersonville. Hank I'm sorry. from Hendersonville. Let's have him <laughs> Just on go. Zoom. I know, we need it. Uh, so we'll, uh, we'll play some of that next Drop segment, have a little good time with that. Uh, so uh, we have Justice Amy Coney Barrett has that? been sworn in as a, uh, as a Supreme Court justice at the White House. They had a ceremony uh, late last night. Uh, boy, that happened quick, didn't it? It did. Uh, <laughs> I see where CNN and MSNBC just uh, acted like it didn't happen. They, uh-huh. um, they uh, which skipped, is amazing. Yeah, to they me. skipped the historic Senate vote uh, confirmation and um, just continue. I, I, Terry said. I, let's just flip over and see what's going yeah. on. And they were just talking about something totally different. Uh, at one point, they were scaring everybody to death about COVID, saying that they were going to run out of beds in New York. So it I, is, I it's know. one of the biggest things that, <clears throat> that goes on in our country. And MSNBC did not cover it no. at all. Tucker Carlson pointed that out, and I don't know. I don't know if CNN blew by it, but when I went by there. Just to look, and they weren't talking about it either. Right. To your point, it's that's a shame. Well, the no. Dems say the Republicans will regret it. Oh yeah, they yeah. say yeah. They're, they're, when it's going to be get back time when they get the first shot mm-hmm. they're taking. Well, yeah. as long as they follow the law, 
in doing it and the rules, then that's fine. That's fair play. Well, but, I know that's what the Republicans did. Yep. They, they did absolutely nothing that was against the law. Everything was to the letter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I saw where AOC and, and, uh, what the four or whatever, I don't know. They, they tweeted out, let's pack the courts. It's time. Sure. Let's go. Sure. And, uh, they couldn't wait for that, so that's the, that's there. But uh, she has been sworn in, and I think today uh, uh, Clarence Thomas, Justice uh, Thomas, uh, did um, the ceremony last night, and I think Justice Roberts will make it official today, and so she will officially be a, a Supreme Court justice today, and I understand there's lots to rule on just waiting on her. So it'll be pretty busy here uh, on her first couple of days. It is going to be interesting if she has to rule on the election. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, (laughs) Tucker started laughing last night. Can you imagine, have you ever had a job when you get hired and they go, okay, it's a lifetime job? I mean, once you're in there, you got to go through some crap to get there. But once Mm -hmm. you're in there, you got, well, I know what I'll be doing the next few years Mm -hmm. as long as I want to. Right. I don't know. That's there for you. you I mean, at some point, I would be done doing it. Like, well, yeah, guys, I'm going. I I'm, I'm going, going to Lake. Yeah, I'm I going. I'm going. I mean, I'd right. be done with it. I wouldn't yeah. be Ruth Bader Ginsburg. No, absolutely not. Well, and there. that's that. That if the Dems want to get frustrated, God rest her soul. Right. Hey, be mad at her. She wouldn't step down when you wanted her to. Yeah. Y'all asked her to during the eight years of Obama, and she said no. Sorry, mm-hmm. that's just selfish. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. If we want to talk about that. All right. So uh, when yeah. we when we come back, we're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about Biden yesterday and just play just a little Joey. bit. See if you Is can understand. Joey? It. I'll tell you what, you Joey. know better than anybody else, Joey. Um, uh, it's the kickoff hour. Busy I had show. Hairy legs. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. All right, 21 minutes past the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba show. All right, look. We've all we've all we've all had like you're talking about, I call it cold mouth where it's just yes. freezing cold and you can't get your mouth to work or you just had some dental work and your mouth has been numbed and you're still coming out of it and you're trying to get everything to work and you can't. Uh, that is what Biden sounded like yesterday in Pennsylvania where he made a stop um and uh, some some people are saying it, it, he embarrassed he embarrassed well I'm being embarrassed now <laughs> embarrassingly delivered his worst speech at Pennsylvania yet uh, because he and that's saying a lot yeah and it's funny that I've heard some of the ones it's funny that I can't intro him correctly and we're making fun of yeah, him that's true but we uh, know but what. we make fun of ourselves and really it's just it's just I can't believe hey, that he's hey, running two, for president we're, we're not running for president yeah no, that's another not. thing okay. we're not out good night alive he uh. Like we were discussing, y'all, why does he have to yell? He's got a microphone, but he hollers. He hollers the whole time he's up there. (laughs) Corn pop. I'll tell you what it is. He's got hairy legs. (laughs) Yeah. It's that typical, and we all all go through it. When we get older and we can't hear as well, so Mm -hmm. we think that everybody else can't either. That's true. And they scream. That's right, (laughs) Helmsy. That's exactly what's going on. Let's just listen to it. All right, so here's Joe. Take a listen from yesterday. My grandpapa's name Ambrose Finnegan. (laughs) As kitchen table, I learned. I used to say, I used to say, Joey, nobody's better than you. 
but you're no better than anybody else. Maybe it's the Scranton and you got a little bit of a chip on my shoulder. Worried about when they can make next month's mortgage payment. Warden. Well, it is what it is because he is who he is. That's why it is what it is. What? He no. is who he is. <laughs> you know, remember when he, he went on, he decided he was going to convince Bob Woodward what a smart guy he was. So he went on, yeah, smart guy. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure, <laughs> isolate, and punish China. Folks. <laughs> Donald care. Donald Trump thinks health care. Well, I'm sick and tired of smart guys. <laughs> I gotta admit. He's wiping his nose. I gotta admit. <laughs> this is all within our power. This is all within our power. <laughs> but we're getting there, man. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> to send every single person qualified to community college free. To community college. Community college. Free. No. If I keep going, you're going to freeze your fingers off. No. It wasn't. It wasn't. Donald Trump had to deliver on a damn thing he said he'd do. <laughs> what in the world? Oh my goodness! And now they're Yo, going back. And, I watch that all over. Uh, instead of community college, so community and, and maybe it was cold there because yeah. he said that you freeze your fingers yeah. off. So maybe I'll give he him. Kept a, wiping his nose. Yeah, he couldn't get, get his nose talking. Guys, that was. Uh, let's just say this. I'm obviously not voting for him, but if he does win, until they remove him, at least we will have that. Yeah, we'll, and it get, won't we'll be get a lot of those. We'll get a couple of months. Yeah, yeah. we'll get a lot of them speeches. Oh, and I'm gonna yell, <laughs> my granddaddy Antonius Phineas, or whatever his name was. <laughs> You're not better. Nobody, nobody's better. You're not better than that. Better. <laughs> better, Joey. better. Joey. Damn it, Joey. Grandpapa's name Andrew Ambrose Finnegan. <laughs> you just want to do that. <laughs> you just want to do that. Grandpapa's name Andrew Finnegan. Right, hold on. See if you can get him, Greg. You're better than that, Joey. Grandpapa's name Ambrose Finnegan. Ambrose Finnegan. I wish you did a line for us. You're listening to Name Ambrose Ambrose Finnegan. <laughs> You got him? Was you, it Andros or Ambrose? I don't know. You got to get him, Greg. Maybe that Ambrose. My grandpa's name Andros Ambrose Finnegan. <laughs> My grandpa's name is Ambrose Ambrose Finnegan. He's <laughs> <laughs> spitting everywhere. <laughs> I love it. I love that. Oh, wow. good night. Alive. I'll watch that all day. <clears throat> Thank you, Joe. Basement Joe. Thank you, Joey. Uh, all right, so we also had a discussion. <laughs> <Community> <laughs> college. <laughs> we have had more than 50 Nine million ballots already casted, yeah. with election day being exactly one week week away. No, that confuses me. Uh, Fifty nine million. Okay, I thought you had to vote on election. Day. Yeah, I, mean, I know. That's silly, I know. Man. What's funny is everybody claims they're doing this because of COVID, but then they're standing in line half a day yeah. to vote. Uh, it depends on what state you live in. The research we've done: some states aren't don't do early votes voting. Some do, uh, and some, and this is scary, some just sent mail-in ballots to every registered voter in the state yeah every every like every registered voter in the state now that's they will be, not have a day where they actually get no, right. I know all that's now, gonna be on the up and up oh yeah uh, yeah just let's pull the curtain back and just be honest okay how long is too long for you to stand in line to vote mm. Ooh, it's not uh, it it's go now, now here's the thing two hours I don't know if I can stand that Here's the thing. Act like it kind of fogs. Let's say uh, uh, here in Alabama, 
And I'm not encouraging people. Not the to, Senate race is what – I'll say this. The Senate, don't even say I will that. say this. Don't even say it. The well, Senate race gets me there. Yeah. Not the presidential election. Not right. in this state. What right. Because Trump's in, winning this state. But the Senate is – I'm going. Yes. Because what if you're of in that. a swing state? Then, I mean, this is it. Well, you know – I'll stand there a lot longer. I know two Joe. hours. If, it, if my vote's going to make a difference, it's two hours. I'm not waiting longer two hours, though. Mm-hmm. Nobody should have to wait longer. Well, and, they and really you know, shouldn't. AOC and others are, are, are complaining because in New York, people are having to wait literally all afternoon. Yeah. Okay, I, I mean, I'm being serious. You know and who some are, and some, and some are just leaving. Uh, no, and some, are, <laughs> and, and, some, and some are just leaving and going, that's it. To your point, I, I've waited long well, enough. That's guys, it. And they're being very critical <laughs> of it, but that's New York's fault. That's not yeah, Trump's look, somehow, fault. Somehow, y'all... I don't know. In 2020. Y'all knew people were going to show up. Well, it's, it's, it's really, we have the technology that we should be able to not leave our homes or offices and vote. It's 2020. The fact that y'all don't have a system, that's our typical government where it's all reactive and we don't, we can't even think about this stuff. We have to have a pandemic come through before we even react. Go ahead and put those procedures in place. (laughs) Why don't we say right now today that in 2024, we're voting online. And let's get that done over the next couple of years. Yeah, and there's why, states. Why are we waiting to do that? There's states they go, because nobody trusts it. They're I know, like uh, states, and I and I can't like I think it's Arizona, Florida, it's others. They've been doing time. some. They've been doing mail ins for a long. They've got the system down. But but the problem you've got is they've tried to cram in within ninety days systems and states that have never done it like this, and they're trying to cram it in within you know two months and make it work. And it's but just, we shouldn't even have to be dealing with that. I know. I know. Well, there should be polling places that have nothing but computers, and you go in I and log in. I agree with that. Yeah, and, I, and, and we ought to be able to do it from home. <laughs> and it's ridiculous that and and yeah. it, open it up to where you know you're doing it twenty days before. That's 30 right. Days before it's just it's gosh government. Well, you it, wonder why you even going to vote for these idiots. I know. I know. On, well, and, it, and on both sides, apparently. That's uh, right. <laughs> I want the, you in that most of the day. <laughs> the Ain't postal no stand left three hours vote for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! The uh, we've got some we got Andrew. some other stories here too uh, about about the postal service being put to the test by Fox News with 500 envelopes being sent uh, by producers and the postal Rick service still hadn't delivered some of them. Bubba. Five minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. This portion of the show brought to you by our friends at SimplySafeBubba.com. When it comes to your security system, you need to make sure that you are being protected by 24-7 burglar-busting protection for your home or small business, and that's SimplySafeBubba.com. Uh, and, you know, we've talked about this a number of times, but did you know that on average, about every 24 seconds across America, there's a break-in occurring? Uh, well, that's true. And, and look, we all think, hey, we're not the next one, but you never know. So you need to be protected. SimplySafeBubba.com is where to go and land. Uh, and uh, you need to check them out right now at SimplySafeBubba.com because when you do, you get a free HD camera with your order. You have nothing to lose either. There's a 60-day money-back guarantee. It's SimplySafeBubba.com. 
and I know I can uh, talk from experience. Uh, I love our Simply Safe system, and uh, and I actually uh, went over to uh, and I've, I've talked about this. Uh, I, one of our very closest friends of the family, the Greens, they got a Simply Safe for their new home, and uh, it was sent right to their house. And they were like, "Hey, come over. You you you've got a Simply Safe. Come over and help us. Uh, you know, I want to make sure we can do this because." Anytime that something's sent, sent to you, if you're not like, you know, technically savvy, you're like, hey, I need some help. And we just, we, we opened the box up, put up the base station, and, and the first thing they said is, oh, wow, I thought this was going to be a lot harder. This is real easy. And I was the green. And they, yeah, and they didn't even need me. There's two things. They didn't even need me. I was just like there. Hey, I'm going to tell you, it's really safe. You just put it together. That's right, Joe. <laughs> there's two <laughs> things I always tell people about that product. <laughs> yeah. And it sells every time. Yeah. First of all, the fact that you bought it, okay, okay, which says a lot. Thanks, buddy. And then two, you you put it up. Yeah, got it going. No long con- no uh, long term contracts. Uh, there's no hidden fees. No installation cost. Fifteen dollars a month. That's where it starts. So simply what else they've, they've turned up is their camera game. Yes. Yeah. Love the. Cameras. They turned it way up. Love the cameras. That right, Joey. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They got a great camera on that thing. My granddaddy Phineas Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> what I can remember his name. And Ambrose, Andros. Andros, Andro. Uh, I'll help you out a little Andro bit. Andro Finnegan. Mm-hmm. My grandpapa's name Andro Ambrose Finnegan. There it is, Andros Finnegan. I think. <laughs> oh, I've got to find this. Hold on just a second. G- give me a second here. I know, I, I, I know I we're going to run hey, that in the ground. We're well, going to do it too many times. I get it, but it's for our own enjoyment. And I'll and I'll say this: this is if if. If he loses the election and goes away, I'm going to miss that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, there is a little silver lining if he wins, except the fact they're not going to let him be president. Maybe a, maybe a year. I know. That's why it's maybe. key. you got to get out and vote for that Senate. That's right. Goodness gracious. Good That's night. Look very, at that. Because we cannot have the, – the, the Senate's what got us ACB last night. And – and if they flip that, that's right. On top of the presidency, we're in trouble. Yeah, we're in trouble. that's true. That's a good point there, Real Mr. Trouble. That's when America's not going to look like America. Oh man, I, I I sent it to myself and I can't find it. Dag nabbit. Uh, I'll have I'll have to come hey, back to y'all it. Y'all do realize? But apparently, <laughs> apparently, yesterday he kept wanting to take questions uh, from reporters and his handlers didn't want him to. Oh, and then we that. had some bell go off in the back. <clears throat> it, it was total pandemonium. It he was a leave. mess. It was a mess. You could tell he was in rare form. Yeah. Yeah. He's wanting to get out there and talk. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know we're, I know we're trying to be fun and all that, oh, but we serious. are, but, well, serious though. Think about that. Do you realize how close, how close these people are who are trying to fundamentally change our country Absolutely. are to winning the Senate and the presidency. I, I'm going to be honest with you. They are this close, friends. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. It's Why hard you for me, and, and just I'm sorry, I'm a C student <laughs> from Mississippi, okay? It's I'll hard for you. me to understand how it's even this close. I know. I don't get it. Uh, you know, I really don't. I, I don't understand. Maybe the polls are just so flippantly wrong. I, I don't know. You're right. You, I, you I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand do, it, especially do. when my kids, they're all different. Reese seems to be a little bit more in tune with what's going on, politics. He's he's always asking questions. He's inquisitive. He's He tries to do his research, and, and he, he's even asking, Dad, Dad how – I mean, th- th- this is – the ideology between the two, I mean, <clears throat> that's what you're voting for. And this most is, of it, most of it is built off a complete lie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how, Dad, how, how's it even close? These people want this, and and these people want this. How's that even close? If you're an American, 
that was born here in America, knowing our freedoms, how in the world would you vote for that? I, I'm yeah, I know. And in that other side, I don't is wanting to remove every. I don't understand it. it. Don't understand it. Sorry. I'm actually <sighs> stunned. Well, I do, but it's sad that it that, that they're swaying people. <clears throat> I'm actually stunned that most people in this country are not are just not in awe of this country. When mm-hmm. you look around, what's going on in other parts of the world? Why are you not just sitting back going, man, this place is awesome. We have it really good. Now, I'm not talking about from a standpoint of there is rich and poor, there's poverty, there's all these things and circumstances that every human being deals with, okay? But if you're not looking around this land and going, man, we got it like we like it here because there's other places that don't allow any of this to go on. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to be more like that. And you're trying to change that based off a lie. Most of it is a complete lie. Yeah. Um, But uh, they they say here, uh, when it comes to the early voting, three of New York's most prominent politicians (laughs) are um, condemning the early voting system there in New York. They're, They're saying that, people back to our last segment are literally spending their afternoon standing in line. Wow. And, and I don't understand it. I'm so I'm doing early voting because of COVID and I don't want to get out on, on election day, but it, during my early voting, I'm standing in lines that are hours long. So what have you accomplished? Which tells me I'll just wait till election day. Maybe everybody else have already been there. Or, <laughs> I guess so. I or it know. also tells me that they're just finding a day that's convenient for them mm-hmm. and taking advantage yeah. of the COVID guidelines. Right. And going ahead and getting it off their plate because maybe they got something else going on on Tuesday. Sure. I would. If I had, like, tomorrow. Tomorrow would be a perfect time for me to go. Mm-hmm. I'd have a couple hours tomorrow to actually go do this if we allowed it in our state. Not saying I would, but it, it would it would actually be huge. So that's another thing. I don't like the fact in our, our state, I look, so so we get one day, we get one shot at it. I don't like that. If we can handle our bank banking systems online, are y'all ever lost any money online? No. Mm. There's there's so many things set up to prevent that. We can't do that for the voting system. You would think by 2020 we'd upgrade a little bit. It yeah. makes zero sense. We do everything else online. Yeah, but we just can't with, do it. We and, can't and do it within. Secure. We can't do it within 60 days of the election. We need to get exactly. it prepared for the next. That's one. why we need to start right <clears throat> now. That on November 4th, let's start building that system. And let's not, hey, it doesn't need to be government. So let's get it out there to somebody that actually knows what they're doing. You're talking about the private sector? Yes. <laughs> we, don't need, we don't need the government building it because y'all will build it to uh, who let's knows. Let's let LifeLock handle handle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, hey, Regions Bank, Wells Fargo, they don't reach out to the government and say, hey, build our banking system. Right. They don't. No. They have engineers. Yeah. That they, yeah, I see them up there. Gosh, I'm mighty. It's funny. I'm I mad at myself because I can't find it. I just I don't I don't get why we can't get things like this done, and it's not just the left; it's the right too, y'all. I mean, goodness gracious, some of the things and conversations and questions that I heard asked Amy Coney Barrett says it all. Yeah, bunch of goodness. Yeah, I saw where um the um I'm more the senator amazed. from Hawaii. Yeah, uh, yeah, did you see up. where when Toronto, she we, yeah, yeah she she stayed she stayed real classy She's yesterday. Good. Her vote was hell no. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, when asked, she's the one asked if she ever sexually assaulted anybody. Yeah, and went at her. Yeah, and said yeah, that sexual preferences is mean and shouldn't mm-hmm. be used. I know this show does this for a lot of people, right. but <clears throat> when I look at most senators and people in the legislature, 
I feel better about myself. <laughs> and I get our show does this for many people. They look at us and they go, man, if they can do that, I surely can do That's great right. things. Yeah, we've given a lot of I people get hope. That. But I do. I, I, I say that and then I think, man, it's the best we got. Yeah. 340 million people in this country and that's who we got running yeah. it yeah. that bunch all right yeah you see her look she, adler was just showing it she walked up was like yeah I, 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 hey that's the way to stay classy uh let's go to uh, some on-screen phone calls before the break 618 weighing in what's up hey uh they're talking about that everybody needs to be online and vote okay that's, that's the wrong thing to do. There's a whole bunch of people that don't use computers. I'm not saying take away your right to go to the polling place and vote. I'm saying give people an option to go online if they want to. Yeah, there's, just he's like just like saying four years from now, maybe we can develop a system where that's possible. And, and it needs to be a system where they can verify that it is actually you that's voting because the the other thing is somebody gets your login information or whatever and and they're voting for you. Yeah. You know, it I, needs I to be if, a system I where I think if Papa Rocks wants to go to his local church and vote, he ought to be able to do that. Yeah. Sure. But if I want to sit at home and I'm doing my banking and I've just paid for my car decal online and all that's safe, I think we ought to be able to vote too. Right. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And just, you know, again, we got to evolve with this stuff. Yeah. Again, it needs to you you need to I know like for instance um uh, I'll even say this, like uh, stu- students at universities that are taking online courses, when when they take a test, they have to verify that's you sitting in front of the computer and Greg's not taking the test for me. Uh, and there's, sy- there's systems in place for that to verify, and they exactly. get busted if they don't yeah. do it. Something like that can come you know, can become available to where they can verify all right, this is actually you that's well, doing it. Do you it. know why they don't want to do this, and you know why we don't have it today? In 2020, because they can't fix that, they can't rig that. That's why. That's the only reason they don't want to do it. That's why we don't have it now, because they can't mess with it. It's either you vote online or you don't. Well, I know that right now. Hey, hey, I can't rig my checking account to say a certain amount of money. Yeah, you know why? against the law number one and it's impossible because there's safeguards and security put in place yeah that's why they don't allow it every they vote be able to counts fix this thing every vote counts to so get out and vote no no matter what get out and vote rick and bubba rick and bubba minutes until top of the hour thank you so much for tuning in to the rick and bubba show our number 866 we be big i am speedy alongside greg burgess michael helms Eddie van adler we are the good time gang in the kickoff hour rick and bubba join us here after top of the hour and uh you're going to want to stick around because uh we'll have bo jackson with us uh, next hour via zoom and so we look forward to talking to him and uh We'll also be talking to Scott and Lynn Slocum as well about the Pat Dye uh, Foundation, and so we look forward to talking to them and Moultrie as well. 
the number 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, you know, if it couldn't get any worse for the Cowboys, I mean, raise your, I mean, hey, why, by the way, oh, it's Lord. I know Dak got hurt and all this, and it has absolutely come apart for the Cowboys. Uh, and you know what? You might not be a Cowboys fan. You might be loving it. I, I don't know. But uh, if it couldn't get any worse for them, I don't know if you saw, uh, uh, I guess, yesterday, Mike Nolan – uh, Coach Nolan had uh, a like a, a little media conference going on, and apparently he had um, this was Monday afternoon. Apparently he had eaten something with hot sauce, okay, and um, uh, he wiped his eyes, not knowing that oh, Tabasco I, sauce was that. on his That's was funny. on his fingertips, and he actually had to put the meeting on hold so he could go wash out his eyes wash his hands, and get dialed back in and then rejoin the meeting. But it got so bad he had to go say, guys, I, I got to tell you, I got to stop. I can't see. Uh, could it get any worse for the Cowboys? They can't even have a meeting. Even I've have done that before. Have, have you? I have to have too. food and mm-hmm. like an ointment, like Icy Hot or oh, something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I put some Biofreeze before That's another and had it on my fingertips and then uh, wiped. The bathroom. Well, Ooh. there's that too. You don't want that. Huh? There'll be a burning You'd sensation. Mm-hmm. There's there's eyes in other places. What, <laughs> Let's just say sensitive places don't need icy hot. No, 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 no. <laughs> Both or Tabasco to sauce in your no. eyes. That's that's yeah. a loser. Or up your uh-huh. nose. Yeah, that, that's a loser. That's not good. That's hard to do. Yeah, it feels like if you even get it close to it, it starts the mm-hmm. whole burning process. Yeah, yeah, just the burning, just the burning. It's like mace in your eyes. My eyes are now itching, and I ain't even <laughs> touching with anything. They <laughs> yeah, are. <laughs> I feel like my right eye is burning right now. There's no hot sauce around. No, none. Golly. <laughs> Have you done anything like that, little man? No, I got more sense than that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, I, I've got to. Can we talk about your I, doctor's appointment yesterday? And and you got blood work and all that and had to fast. And what was. You got you some barbecue? Uh, little man uh, got yeah, him some barbecue out. Well, I hadn't ate in 100,000 hours. Yeah. yeah you had to wait till mid afternoon to eat. <laughs> Uh, I did want to say that if you cut up a jalapeno, mm-hmm. even if you wash your hands oh, wow. four times, yeah. five times, no, right. six times, if you put, try Eight. to put your contacts in after oh. that, Uh-oh. it will burn no Uh-oh. matter what. No matter how many times. As Uh-oh. far as the order of what you do in your life, if you're cutting <laughs> up a jalapeno for breakfast, <laughs> you have to put your contacts in before breakfast. Before. I learned that the hard way here yeah. at the, here so the even show. even washing yeah. your hands. I washed them a hundred times. Heavy soap. Heavy soap. And Probably you, not a hundred. And you still feel it. Probably mm. not a hundred. Fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Something happened yesterday. Uh. And have you have you ever had something? And I know, Well, I, I, I remember there, there are times where you like forget something or you like misremember something and you have to like go, all right, something's wrong with me. I got to study myself. Something happened yesterday at That's the house. Daily, buddy. Daily. Something happened yesterday at the house and I'm like, okay, it's, a fi- it, it's official. I've got to study myself. I've got a problem. I come home yesterday late afternoon and – uh, I, there's a bucket of balls that it, that's in the garage that the baseball, fam- yeah, that's that's like Bill everybody everybody shares. You know, it's whoever needs it. That you know, with the family, got wow. kids playing got everywhere. Super spreader balls, and, yeah. And uh, and so I go into the garage and I put the the bucket of balls in the back of my truck because I know that after after school and after his workouts, I'm going to meet Reese at the fields to hit a bucket of balls and do some stuff. So I put them back there. All right, well, 
time moves on and Reese calls me and uh, the after school workouts at, at Tinsley Performance that he goes to, it took, I mean, he was well into the five o'clock hour. It's about to get dark and he's like, Hey, Dad, I don't know if we're going to be able to meet. We'll pop the net at the house and we'll just hit there. What I'm like, Okay, that's fine. So um, he comes home. I pop the net and we're getting ready and, and just doing some stuff. And I go to the garage and the bucket of balls isn't there. And I'm going, Man, where is it? And I get, I get mad. I do. I get mad. And I text Tyler because I knew Tyler. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't know where the balls are. I'm like, where's the bucket of baseballs? So I text Did Tyler. That I text Tyler in the family group, and I'm like, hey, you're killing me, man, because I knew he had lessons. He's teaching pitching lessons to different players, or sometimes in the mid morning, and I knew he had lessons. So I know he normally takes the bucket of balls when he has lessons. So I accuse him of not bringing the ball, the bucket of balls back into the garage, but keeping them in his car when he went to work later the day, later that day at Northridge. So I'm thinking to myself, "Hey, man, you're killing me." Now Reese has we, we got to hit the, these bucket of balls. I have no bucket of balls, so I'm going through like their rooms and getting home run balls and different things that we like put dates on there and stuff, oh, no. and we're using those the, the bucket of ball. I mean the, those balls to hit into the net. We go through this whole process. Hope you don't have one. With okay. So, like so listen, line. I go through this whole process. I finish. Sure, you that long? Yeah, you still I, hadn't thought about no, it. No, I still hadn't. I finish, put the net up, and then I go to the, 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 the truck to get a glove because we're going to do some fundamental stuff out in the driveway. And when I, put the, the, uh, when I open the door to get the glove, I see in the back of my truck, there's the bucket right there. And it had been there the whole time that I put earlier in the day, and I never remembered it. So I had to apologize to the family. I said, guys, I ate y'all up, and it's on me. Tyler, I'm sorry, man. I, he's like, Dad, I did. I, did, I put the bucket back. I, I, I'm officially concerned. What What is wrong I, with me? I, I would normally I would probably be sitting here going, man, I completely get it. I've done that before. I'm worried about this instance. Yeah, I, I don't know what weird. happened, guys. Uh, is that an early sign of something? Yeah, definitely. Guys, it's not like I, I did it, it days is. before. You were drinking, were you? No. This was Joe Biden like. Guys, I'm digging through the house getting balls. Hey, what? I'm getting home run balls and game balls that have like names on it and hitting <laughs> it. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh. It brings me to my knees. How about it? Uh, five minutes, uh, or now six minutes, I'm sorry, after the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, uh, we've got a lot to do, uh, as we, most every show's action-packed. Yeah, she's packed again today. We start, as we normally do, with our national anthem.
approaching our 27th birthday and we are so thankful for some of you that have been here all 27 years my goodness some of you were kicking the tires when it was not even officially the rick and bubba show so some of you have been around for nearly 30 years Uh, but we're glad that you are here whether you started listening yesterday or 27 years ago Uh, speedy the real greg burgess helmsy eddie van adler Team Rick and Bubba all here, and we're ready to go. Coming up, we'll talk with Dan Moultrie. Moultrie will visit, and then before we are done today, we will spend time with the world's greatest athlete, Bo Jackson. Bo knows the outdoors today. So we will talk to Bodacious. So he'll be standing by and uh, ready for that on the program today. He told Dan Moultrie, because everything's a competition to Bo, he told Dan Motry to tell Rick and Bubba that I'm going to make the audience laugh harder than they can. Yeah, we'll so he, he's bringing game today. So I, I don't know what he means. And there's even talk he may be zooming in his pajamas. So I don't know how that's going to go. But um, that will be coming up, uh, and, and we'll also um, give you an opportunity to match Motry and win something really cool. So that's going to happen pretty quick. I mean, it, it, as soon as we, we're done talking here. So let's bring in the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive. Most of you know him best as a silver tongue one. The man with a golden voice. Professional lunch eaters, man of the year. The inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare. And a master of the king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill. Bubba Bussey! How about you, Bubba? How about you, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, those that are praying every day, that this election season will end soon. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Extravaganza.
I could have heard more of that. Very bizarre, Peter Gabriel. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's quite the character. I don't know how if you've ever, I don't know if you've ever dove in to Peter Gabriel. It, it's it's a wild. Yeah, run. I don't really know a lot about him other than than that latter stuff he did. Well, you know, he was in he was in Genesis, and then he didn't want to do his own thing, so he went out, and that's how we ended up getting Phil Collins singing, but. Uh, and he, but the things he got involved in away from music would blow your mind. Yeah, and I don't, I, I don't know him like I need to. You know what he was? They, they just uh, you're going to say, Rick, hold back. But I promise you, because I just saw something recently about him. He was very he had he had kind of that same attitude, and I know for some reason we bring him up on the show all the time now of Nikola Tesla. He he was always trying to say, I think I got something. You know, and but whether, he never could whether, really whether, make it work, right? Right. Some of them hit, some of them didn't. But I mean, like, like one. You know what one of them was? What he was he he was trying to go into the world of primates at one time and teach see if he could teach them to compose music. Gorillas, well, chimps, apes, and he went to the highest level of animal he could and to see seeing what he could produce. And he really came away frustrated, going, "There's only so much they could do." I, th- I thought they could do more. So uh, he had a whole primate where, plan. Why did he think they could do more? He just he thought he was real intrigued with the whole uh, animal I have a, kingdom. See, I have a theory here. Any animal before they can compose music, mm-hmm. before they can do a lot of these other things that humans do, mm-hmm. I think they ought to come to the realization: I don't have pants on. That's right, That's and a good I one. need pants. That's a good one. And then after that, they can move to other things. Everything moves from pants. Yeah, I mean, to me, that's what we call stop number one, classification point A. I don't have on pants. Right. Now, when you hit that mark, then you can look to right. other things. But I hope Peter Gabriel realized well, after this failed attempt to to teach primates to to compose music yeah. that he went, well, wow, humans, we are different. Right. There's a big jump there, big, huge. Woo, it was huge, so funny. I was watching huge jump. I was watching a documentary on it. It was funny. And you, they kicked these guys. Know maybe it's called a soul. And, well, I was, and I think it was called maybe Eight Project or whatever it's called. He goes, they, you know, he had all these things. Somebody said something that, in the question. I goes, what about the Peter Gabriel Eight Project? And the guy goes, yeah, the Eight Project, yes, um, not as successful as you know. And so he tried all kinds of stuff. You know who I mean, he looks like to me. He looks like the grown-up version of that little kid that used to play the detective. What was his name? Cody Burns or something? Yes, yes. You know who I'm talking yes, about, or, or yeah. is that the Auburn former quarterback? I, th- I, th- I, can't, I can't remember. <laughs> I think, it's a, I th- but you know who I'm talking about. I do about? know who you're talking about. Was his name Cody Burns? It seems like possibly. <laughs> Cody uh, Banks. Thank we, you. We were close. <laughs> we were close. <laughs> he Cody Burns man. coaches he at Auburn like that, now. Yeah. As a matter of fact, <laughs> but but you, you go back and watch him you know, when the video age hit when he he, he did all kinds of. But what to, the point I'm getting at because I'm you know the lyrics of Sledgehammer. You think, well, this guy was so deep, and he writes a lyric, you can be a bumper car bumping. That's all you, I mean. You know what? I mean, That's a deep thought, Rick, and if you think about it, yeah. 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 That's all a bumper car does. Yeah. Yeah. Bumps. <laughs> yeah. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Willa Meat is in play again to, uh, this week. Hasn't spun yet, so Willa Meat could happen anytime today. So be paying attention for that. As uh, as we make our way back, Moultrie is back. Moultrie 
Friday. We got a lot to cover today, Mo. Rick, good morning. Hey, how buddy. are you? Welcome back, brother. How about, how about this lineup this morning? We've got quite the lineup today. Uh, we will be talking with what uh, Charles Barkley says, uh, the world's second best athlete. Uh, <laughs> Bo Jackson will be with us coming up on the program today. And he's already, he's already look, Bo said he's coming out of the gate hard today. and He's, he's already in that bacon. He's, That's he's, what he's I like. Already. Bo? <laughs> Uh-oh, he's on three, isn't he? Bo, why is your camera kind of foggy? What do, we, what do you got on your camera? Those are my lights. Uh, okay. <laughs> I can't help it. Okay, you, you look good, Bo. We thought you but had bacon grease on it. I, because of this pandemic, I haven't been able to work. I'm burning, car- I'm burning kerosene. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, Bo, we also have Scott and Lynn Slocum, who are joining us uh, with Pat Dye. Crooked Oaks Legacy right. Foundation. All right, so so where, where's Scott and Lynn? Scott, are y'all there, Lynn? We're here. Good morning. Hey, guys. How are y'all doing? <laughs> there they are. All right. Hey, there they are. So uh, let, let's talk about this because we got a lot to get into today with, uh, you know, a fundraiser coming up and time with Bo today. And, and then we got to figure out what, what Moultrie's, you know, what trivia question, which I use uh, that word. Bo, Bo and I have got it ready uh, for you. That's all I'm telling you. He got the <laughs> questions ready. Uh, so let, y'all, don't y'all worry because we know y'all worry. <laughs> well, so, you, you don't have to put up with the phone calls and emails after Dan leaves. <laughs> Dan, we, we caught dispute it. Dan's answers Bo, is, Bo and, and I, I will say the same thing to, uh, uh, to Lynn and to Scott. We have changed the name of it to Match Moultrie. Just give the answer that Moultrie's looking no, that, for. Hey, this morning it's going to be match bow, though. <laughs> no, so no. just so y'all know. All right, so let's let's first let's first of all talk about Pat Dye Crooked Oaks Legacy Foundation. If someone is joining us today, this is the first time that they've heard uh, about this. We we just we all know that Coach Dye just recently passed away. So so tell us uh, exactly what it is. What, what 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 does it hope to accomplish? What do you do? Who wants to start? Go ahead, Scott and Lynn. Yeah, where Coach Dye hosted quail hunting and corporate wedding events, uh, boarded horses, and for the last 27 years, you know, that's that's really been his passion, also his Japanese maples and his nursery. Part of that, you know, was to have students come out and, and intern and learn through a hands-on approach. Before Coach passed away, he asked that, you know, a group of people continue to make sure that the farm moved forward in the same fashion, that it provided a venue and a setting for Auburn University students to come and learn through a hands-on approach in horticulture, equine management, uh, hospitality management. And, uh, and so that's what... That's what the foundation was set up to do. Well, and to have the sound of deer eating acorns as you're talking in the background, but <laughs> and, actually, a, and a door open, <laughs> and closing. But I think that was actually Bo eating. But but Bo, the uh, <laughs> well, at least he likes crispy bacon. <laughs> Man, we thought a deer got all some acorns. Didn't we? Listen. I don't need y'all messing with me this early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> sounded good. It did. It sounded I'm great. starving right now. <laughs> I, t- I tell you one thing, this explains why deer have walked up outside the studio. <laughs> see, 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 I, I get up early in the morning to have y'all two convicts mess with me. <laughs> My favorite is when he would come on screen. 
But we we eat on there all the time. Go ahead, Mo. Yeah. Keep, keep eating. Listen, right. But the thing that I'll say, just to reiterate what they said, this thing is set up because just like Coach and I did when he came to Auburn, mm-hmm. he took he took something that was in disarray and turned it into something beautiful for a second time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and, um, and it's left up to, to us to continue his legacy and what he believes in. That's, that's just the long and short end of the story. Yeah. And, and to what the guy said, there is nothing like hands-on experience mm-hmm. and, and for this to be, to be available to the students and, and there's going to be an event coming up November 6th. So that's going to be coming up next week. It'll be at 6 PM and actually be there at uh, the, the, the property Crooked Oaks. Uh, we've put in show notes today, uh, the information, if you would like to attend, but even if you can't attend, and, and this is something you say, hey, I want to look at this and see if I can't come alongside the foundation. You can do that. We have that website in our show notes today as well. Uh, so just look at that at rickandbubba.com uh, under show notes. So uh, I, I guess, uh, Bo, will you be attending the event? I will be attending the event. Um, um, I, I, have, uh, I have informed the foundation anything that they need from Bo Jackson uh, in regards to Coach Dye. Crooked Oaks, just pick up the phone and call. And if they don't, I'm going to be mad as hell. (laughs) (laughs) Bo, let me ask you this. Talking about Coach Dye, off the the immediate topic just a little bit, you you played for a lot of different coaches in high school and in in the professional ranks and in various sports. Uh, Talk a little bit about him and what he meant to you and how he was different from maybe some of the other coaches. Well, I wouldn't say different. Um, and the thing, not only that he did for me, but with every young man that came through that program when he was there, um, he took us and turned us from immature teenagers to responsible young men. And in the process, he taught us how to play football, hmm. period. So football was just something that we did to stay out of trouble. Right teaching us how to be responsible young men once we leave there it w- has carried us way farther than sports will ever carry us and that's what so he was more like a father figure not only to me but to everybody and he disciplined us accordingly as if we were his own kids yeah i think you made a good point as far as the discipline that was concerned most of the coaches that you we all played for in that era, they all had that. Now that's mm-hmm. something that's sorely missing. Now it seems like now the players think they're running the program as opposed as, as opposed to being taught to respect a man in a place of authority. Uh, but that, as you said, that was kind of a standard. But uh, but you say because you're going to even someone that that was as gifted as you, you your life is much longer not being a, a, a player on the field. And you got to learn how to be a man and how to establish establish a work ethic for outside of sports. Absolutely, absolutely, and those are the things that he taught us. And you can ask anyone that played under him or that was coached by him or his assistants. Coach gave instructions to his assistants, and his assistants followed his instructions out to the T. 
Now, there were times when we would have gone blow to blow with the coaches because the coach dies decision. But we knew after we whipped that assistant coach's butt, we had to deal with Coach Dye, and we didn't want to do that. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. Bo Jackson's with us. Lynn, Scott, thank you guys for being with us. Uh, Pat Dye, Crooked Oaks Legacy Foundation. Uh, the fundraiser will be there at the property November the 6th. Details are at rickandbubba.com and show notes, or you can come alongside them whether you can attend or not. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. MyPillow.com and the Rick and Bubba Show. Man, we've been locking arms for a long time, and if you are not sleeping on a my pillow, uh, well, you're probably ill right now. Because you didn't sleep as well as you could have. Uh, it is designed to put your head in a perfect sleeping position, and nighty-night you go. And I remember us being skeptical about this until we got them, and now I panic if I don't have a my pillow when I'm on the road, so I take the travel version with me as well. But they have a, a you know full line of stuff that's developed with the same expertise. Uh, and, you know, they've got a mattress topper that you can put on top of the mattress that enhances the mattress, and now the same technology that is the my pillow. Uh, covers uh, the, the uh, three inches deep uh, the top of your mattress, and you, you nestle into that as well. Uh, they've got the, the Giza Dream bed sheets. Buy one, get one free right now with the promo code Bubba. Uh, body pillows, 66% off with the promo code Bubba. Uh, they've got the washable, reusable face masks that are all the craze now uh, for nine ninety nine with the promo code Bubba. Uh, you can get a, a premium my pillow. Buy one, get one free, too, using our code Bubba. Uh, they've got towels and washcloths. Also, buy one, get one free. Go to uh, MyPillow.com right now. Click on Radio Specials. Uh, take the code Bubba there with you and let the savings begin. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. Bo Jackson uh, stays with us. I do want to say, when if you're if you're interested in going to the event that we just mentioned uh, coming up at Crooked Oats uh, there in the Auburn, Alabama area, uh, it, people asking what do you wear to this event, uh, Lodge Attire. Just as Coach would have liked it. Just, right? just like we're going to sit around and talk to Coach there at the Lodge so you can relax and wear your Lodge attire and enjoy a great evening, help a great cause, and you'll see Bo Jackson who will be there as well. Rick, everybody who was close friends with Pat, not everybody, you couldn't fill them all in there, but a group of us are going to be there. And it's this is that same group. And, Bo, you can attest to this better than anybody. Yes. I mean, Coach Blakeney's going to be there. Coach Witt's going to be there. Bruce Pearl's going to be there. These are guys that would fight. You for Coach Die on the word of Coach Die. This Absolutely. whole group, 100%. we're going to be auctioning off items that are that are once in a lifetime for somebody to get. I mean, one of one of Pat's uh, SEC rings is going to be uh, there's uh, the uh, uh, Bo's going to be doing the wagon that carried uh, Pat to his last resting place, and there's a ton of items like that. This is a premier event, but the cause is what it's there and the people that support the cause. Yeah, I'm looking at yes. some, some of the items. These items are going to be incredible. The items are going to be super. Um, um, I'm going to sweet talk my wife. I may have to take her. I may have to take her to Fudd Ruckers to dinner. <laughs> the sweet talker to let me bring my checkbook with me. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't joking. <laughs> I ain't joking. So, Bo, I know you just uh, recently went on a nail guy hunt with Moultrie. Yes. Now, you I mean the devil's horse, really? Yeah, <laughs> Diablo. 
Uh, I don't know if he put you through what he did to us when he took oh, us. Both. Did he put? Oh, he actually. Oh, oh, but I heard the story. I heard <laughs> that that Neil goddamn Neil killed y'all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Rick. I, I, oh, so hey, were no. you in the back of a truck going sixty miles an hour through brush country? That's what we had to deal with, and no, people screaming no. shoot all the time. No, but I sat in a shoot house. I sat in a shoot house with air conditioning because it was hot as heck down there. Dan had stacks in it for me. And there was a motion detector that went off when the Neil guy come over the hill to come down the road. It woke me up. Yeah. Yeah. Bo, if you if you've ever watched some good old boys from Calhoun County, Alabama. He put us in that high rack, and then when he said, now the nail guy's going to be a little bit different than hunting the deer, and we said, what? He said, when I holler shoot, y'all just all start firing from the back of the stand. <laughs> no. and, 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 and I thought, well, this, this, there's no well, better day than some some good old boys from Alabama. I'm telling you. Hey, hey, I, I didn't mind all of us firing. I just didn't know we were going to be moving 60 miles an hour <laughs> yeah. through brush country, which means you're bouncing up and down. You know how hard it oh, is yeah. to and shoot? Dan, and Dan just I hollers. I can't even hold the gun. He just hollers shoot. It. He hollers shoot, then he gouges it like he's going to try to. These things Run sixty miles an hour. I thought he's gonna run over it in the hey, truck. Hey, the, the, the best yes. part though, Rick. Yeah, I had told Bo about the story about you and Garoski. Thought y'all just grab that nail guy and move it. Oh no! And, no. But let me tell you, Bo about three fingers. He can pick him up and go with him. Hey man, I thought I was gonna need a bulldozer. I tell you what, those those are the big animals. Now I'll tell you this. Yes. Dan is a good host. Dan Moultrie is a good host. He'll put you up in the high truck and he'll tell you about the Neil guy, but he forget to tell you one thing. Dan don't know how to dodge overhanging limbs and hanging over the road. Yeah, they beat the crap out of you. So you, yeah, you you must have had a similar situation. Yeah, yeah, you did have a same situation. Yes, but it took me back to back when my mama said. Go out there, cut a head switch off of that bush, and bring it back in here to me. Oh, I know. And don't bring a small one. No. Yes. I know. I remember, I remember thinking to myself, the nail guy must be laughing because they're thinking to themselves, if those guys bounce around that truck, they ain't going to hit us. Everybody slow down and eat. Bo, Bo got his package this week of all the meat, though. Oh. Tell, tell them what you think about oh. nail guy meat compared yes. to other wild game. Oh, yes. unbelievable. It puts, and I'm not saying this, but it puts white tail elk, moose, all to shame. Yep. So, so Bo, now, had you ever hunted nail guy before this before? I've never hunted the nail guy before. Dan never said, hunted. Dan you know, said we you know figured the, it out. We know the history of they mm-hmm. used to let the cowboys yeah. eat those and mm-hmm. keep the the cows for the big move yeah. across the country. But I don't know if they shouldn't have been moving nail guys, <laughs> yeah. you know, because it <laughs> is really exactly good. That's exactly what I'm saying. They're really good. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Well, I, I, you found out. If you're going to shoot these and uh, you're not going to get a broadside, uh, we're going to stand here and eat a minute until you figure out where you want to shoot us. Those babies, as soon as they see that truck, they start running. You got to hit them on they, the run. Yes, yes, yes. You, but you need to go down to the, you need to go down to the fairgrounds and practice shooting them moving ducks. And, and <laughs> yeah. that's, what, that's what it's like. Cause it's you top the hill. They got it in low and they going. They head for the brush. Hey, I'm te- head for the brush. I'm they tell you what. What every other major league pitcher found out about Bo. Yeah, his hand eye is unbelievable. One time, he Bo had never shot running shots, 
And I said, okay, here's what you do, and saw her do this and lead them. Let me tell you, the nail guy were in trouble. Bo's hand eye is still there, Ray. He can do it all, guys. He can do it all. But it's food. It's food. It's me. (laughs) (laughs) I know if I don't get it, I don't eat. (laughs) So, yeah, but it it is amazing how fast they can run to be that big, isn't it? Yes, it is. That that is a big animal. Now, what's good is, is Bo and I are going back during the rut. We're going to go during the last part in January, and we're going to try to get Bo one with a with a bow. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get it done. How you gonna shoot that bow bouncing up and down? (laughs) We got we got a different plan. I don't know, but I haven't figured that out yet. But we gonna come up with something. (laughs) Bo, when we were out there, we saw a fence line that was tore up, and I thought somebody just drove a bulldozer through it. And Dan said, "No, that's where a nail guy ran through it." I mean, they just plow everything. Golly. Yes, they do. And, and, it looked like you going over. It looked like you going over Brian Bosworth on Monday Night Football. <laughs> <laughs> the, I tell you what, that's a big animal, and it don't let anything get in its way of getting away from something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and they are tough. They're very tough. Rick, Bo and I had more fun, and of course, we knew the upcoming Pat Dye event was going on. But is the first time that we'd had in a long time to. Mm-hmm to discuss the personal side of Coach Dye that he and I had oh, yeah. and all that time. That, Bo, that may have been the greatest week, you and I out there, and being able to, to discuss all that. And I told Bo, I said, Bo, I can hear Coach in what you the way you talk. Yeah. I can hear that out of you, and he said, "He said you you act more like Pat than Pat." <laughs> but but that 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 yes. was what that that was what. Pat gave everybody that was close to him, yeah. and and so that was a really cool part of the hunt, right? Yeah. The man gave a part of himself to so many people that you can walk around and everybody has a story mm-hmm. about him, and it's a good story. Uh, he gave a piece of himself and left a piece of himself within all of us, and and and. When I talk about him, I get more emotional when I speak of him mm-hmm. than a lot of my family members or good friends that are passed on because he's done so much for me. Mm-hmm. And I never said this to Dan while we were there, but it's it 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 is scary. Dan is almost a carbon copy of Coach Dye. He looks more like Coach Dye, talks like Coach Dye, walks like Coach Dye, wear his jeans and his boots <laughs> like Coach Dye more than Coach Dye does. I, I appreciate that scary. compliment. Bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's, uh, you know, a minute ago he told Bubba and I was going to run up a hill. So I, <laughs> I, 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 he said something about blood on the saddle. Blood on the saddle. <laughs> All right, we'll come back more, more with Bo Jackson. We'll, you notice that little trophy Bo's got over the over his shoulder there, over the helmet? Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> Not everybody has one of those. That's a cute, yeah. that's a cute thing oh, back yeah. there. Yeah, that's, a, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's my doorstop. <laughs> the Heisman Trophy. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba to the Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 
Just nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. Today, our visit from Moultrie, um, we're having fun with uh, the world's greatest athlete, Bo Jackson, but also talking about uh, the legacy of Coach Pat Dye, and uh, there's an opportunity for you to go to a fundraiser and be part of um, uh, something that Coach Dye wanted to be left behind. It's called the Crooked Oaks Legacy Foundation. Uh, we talked to a couple of board members earlier, and it was his wish that his farm uh, would continue to develop and function as a working farm and that the Auburn family and surrounding communities could enjoy it. He also wanted to make sure that students uh, could learn about their chosen field through a hands-on approach there at the actual working farm. So if you want to be part of that, there is a couple of ways you can do that. Look in show notes today at rickandbubba.com. You'll see the event, and Bo will be there, and there's some great memorabilia. Uh, Dan will be there on November the 6th, also other Coaches and players that uh, coached and played with Coach Dye will be there. And if you want to be there, you can just use that website. And I'm, I'm telling you to go to show notes and, and click on that at rickandbubba.com because that's easier for you to remember than this website. Uh, and you'll see it there in show notes. Click on that. If you can't attend, you can still support the project uh, no matter where you are watching or listening to the Rick and Bubba show. The auction is going to be live too. I just got a note from Scott where people can be online and at home and bid on it and watch the entire auction of well, what we're cool. doing. Absolutely. And, and I've got one more note. I don't know if I should do it here, but I guess we better. I've got a note from Scott that says, tell Bubba we have two tickets for him. So oh, Bubba, good, good, so good. Now, we'll now everybody, Bubba will mm. be there. So I, we need to get you on an item, Bubba. Uh, well, I, I want to be it on a hunt with Bo and Dan. So what I want to do? Oh, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> but price prices went up, didn't it, Bubba? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. That's Coach Die right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's Coach Die right hey, there. Get, get Bubba. Bo to tell Rick, the, one of the greatest stories I ever heard out of Bo was him telling the Nolan Ryan story. Yeah, because we t- we can tell football stories all day long, but with you, you have to go over into a whole other sport and tell baseball stories as well. But I know that there was a story and where – And then tennis stories with Bo. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and then hunting grouse with Bo. That yeah. he, only Bo could take a Heisman House commercial and parlay that into a hunting trip. <laughs> but, 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 but he did it. Uh, but anyway, uh, you you facing one of the greatest pitchers of all time, Nolan Ryan, and, and, uh, and this story involves that they had a promotion almost going on to the fans there in Texas – that Nolan Ryan had been mowing you down, and he was going to mow you down again. Seven times. You go, go, oh, Yes, but I, I faced him six times. Mm-hmm. Never touched the ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he was Nolan Ryan. That's right. <laughs> and he throw that high heat by me, and I walked to the dugout. <laughs> and he did that six consecutive times. I never even fouled the ball off. And we went to Texas. And we went to Texas. I changed my batting stance. And and uh, we went there, and now they say Nolan to pitch on Sundays because that's the big game. And everybody within a, I'll say a 3,000-mile radius was at the game. <laughs> and this was the old Texas stadium, not the new one that they're in now. And I get up to bat, and um, I think – I know it was my first at bat. No, he struck me out first time previous – the first at-bat, which made it six consecutive times. Okay. And I said, this right. stuff got to stop. <laughs> right, right. He owns me. And I bought one of my teammates' bats. It was a Cooper P-72. 
I'll never forget this, Angel Salazar. He was our shortstop. And and um, got up to the plate, changed myself, and the second pitch he threw me, I fouled it straight back. And I'm like, hell, that's a victory right there. <laughs> that's a victory right there. I touched the ball that he threw. And then he threw another ball. He threw another ball. I fouled that one off. He threw it up, up and in. And I got to that pitch and fouled it off. Mm. Straight back. And you know, if you foul a ball off and it goes straight back and almost hit the camera, you own him. And if you move just a centimeter, you're going to hit him to the moon. And um, work the count two and two, and everybody's on their feet because they want him to strike me out. And he threw, I had a little goatee. What is about a quarter inch long? And he gave me some chin music. He threw it under my chin. And if I hadn't moved a quarter of an inch, this part of my chin would have been up here. <laughs> so, and the ump said, did that nick you? I'm like, no, 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 it didn't. And I got back in the box, called timeout while I'm digging in, and I'm looking at Nolan. And I'm like, if you hit me with that ball, it's going to be on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I dug in and I slapped the plate with the bat and brought it up and slapped my helmet and got back in my stance. And counts full. And everybody on the planet know what Nolan's going to throw you. Oh, yeah. From anywhere from 96 to 101. And he's going to put it right there. And you just got to catch up with it. Right. And I caught up with it. Mm. And on contact, when I got back to the dugout, I told the teammates, I, because the balls were made by Rawlings. And at contact, when the ball hit the back, I saw R-A-W. Mm. So just in like that, I saw R-A-W on the ball and the threads. And pow! And the stadium went, oh! <laughs> <laughs> and Nolan just turned and looked to center field. Now, Gary Pettis was their center fielder, who's a good friend of mine. He said, man, when you hit it, I just turned and said, get to the track. And he said, after I took two or three steps, I could hear the ball whistling going over my head. <laughs> and three quarters way up the center field bleachers, and this is a big ballpark. Texas had one of the biggest ballparks back then. Three quarters the way up, every, you know how everybody scrambled to try to catch the ball? Yeah. Well, they saw it coming, and they parted, like part the seat. <laughs> Don't nobody want to hit the back of a seat. All of the seats in that stadium, all the seats in that stadium was blue, blue or red. Mm -hmm. But the next day when we came, that cover on that seat was changed. Let's say all of the seats were blue. They had one red back on that seat <laughs> because it busted the plastic on the seat. Wow. And as I'm rounding third base, I look at Nolan, and he tips his hat to me like, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day, he told me, that's got to be the longest one that's ever been hit off of me. Yeah. And, so and I got him. And then once I got him the first time, I couldn't wait to face him the sec second time. I couldn't wait to face him the second time. But I got a few pictures here. In my office, um, uh, uh, but it got to the point to where he didn't want to see me. You see that blood on? Yeah. Do you see the blood? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I did that. Yeah, you busted. Yeah, that his was layup. the fight. Yeah, that was the big fight that <laughs> broke. Hit him with the no, ball. no, no, no. He hit him with the ball. ball. Oh, you yeah. hit him with the ball yeah. again. Yeah. Okay. That wasn't a, that that wasn't a fight. 
but I hit a bullet back up the middle, and he tried to catch it. Oh, I see. Ball had too much hot sauce on it. It ran up his arm, busted that mouth. Well, yeah, but he bit completely through his tongue. Ooh. Ooh. He bit completely through his tongue once the ball hit him. And um, he said, I'm going to have to start pitching you away now. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll be back. More with Bo Jackson, and we'll see if you can uh, know Bo and win something cool from Moultrie right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.